You're listening to the My Therapist Friend Podcast. Here's your host, David Wormuth. <laughs> and James. And James, I'm also here. I'm you okay there, buddy? I, <laughs> I thought it was appropriate. Are we six feet apart here? No, we actually are, are, but coughs go all the way across the I football know, field. You don't have a mask on. I know. I feel some... I, I'm, Biddle, Dave. I got the vaccine, buddy. So I got the vaccine. Ooh, to vaccine Hmm? or not to vaccine? That is the question. To Pfizer vaccine or Moderna vaccine, but definitely not Johnson. (laughs) 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 That was like a nice little catchy rhyme. Oh yeah, no, because that's the truth. If it rhymes, you know it's true. I'm just really curious if, like, here in the next couple years, you're gonna start glowing in the dark, growing extra limbs. I hope so. Go blind. I hope so. You know, if you're gonna be pooping out gold. Ooh, I'd be like, what's that? What's that? uh, Rumpelstiltskin. See the one who had the gold? No, he had a goose that had golden eggs. That's um, (laughs) not even right. The guy who, fee fi fo fum. James and the oh. Giant. James and the Giant Peach. Uncle Stillskin's the one that steals little kids, right? <laughs> yeah. Kids nowadays think it and uh, Siren Head are scary. And, yes. And Five yeah. Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. Y'all don't know Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Yeah. Rumpelstiltskin's no. the original. OG. Yes. Siren, Siren Head. Yeah. I never oh, heard yeah, of that. Oh, yeah. That's a new one. Yeah. Like, that, that I don't know. All I know is he's got like a speaker for a head. Do you remember and growing he up in. Kids, uh, or Slender Man. Bloody Mary or like Candyman. Yep. Or Blue Baby. Blue Baby. I don't even want to tell that story. Yeah, that sounds fake. It, it nope. I got a really freaky dicky story from that one. You will lie. Like I'm getting scared just. You don't remember. It. You don't remember Candyman though. Yep. Yeah, you go in the bathroom. You turn Candy all the lights Man. off. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do Ooh, it. Blood of Jesus. I know. <laughs> yeah. I'm like I'm, like, I'm looking around for reflective surfaces. <laughs> oh, he's in the bottle. Like no, no, no. no I know. Now you got me on that. That looks like a. Like a um, magic ball. Yeah. Blood of Jesus over this house. Blood of Jesus over me. Blood of Jesus over James. Blood of Jesus. Be gone, darkness. (laughs) Darkness. Darkness. (laughs) Anyways. Wow. So we're here today to talk about COVID. Yes. Not conspiracy theories and opening portals (laughs) to hell. Yes. We somehow got (laughs) off on the candy man. (laughs) Conehead or whatever. All right. So we're here to talk about everything you need to know about COVID. If you're tuning in, it is your lucky day. You don't ever need to hear any other information about COVID other than this (laughs) podcast. We have a direct line to the FBI, to President Biden, to the... We get a bunch of... Y'all should have saw James' We get a bunch of QAnon supporters on there. I'll be like, like, deuces. I don't need need that dude with the buffalo head showing up in my house. (laughs) <laughs> he barges at this door. I would literally tease like, a PT spoon. I'm like, no, 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 no. You need to get a security Dave, system. Dave's number one fan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, uh, that makes security, me nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Ring doorbell. Can people Something. track this podcast back to where I live? Mm. Like where it's being recorded? I doubt it. Uh, just technology nowadays, I don't know. We're in a dark room. <laughs> they haven't seen anything else. There's, There's not like satellites pinging us and video cameras from our hey, computers. Stop. Th- this isn't a conspiracy theory <laughs> episode. You're you're, <laughs> you're getting off on the wrong things. My Anyways. bad. Okay, so back to COVID. Yes. COVID-19 stands for keep on videotaping in the room. <laughs> <laughs> 
Where did you get that? Did you just come up with yeah, it? Yeah, I, I don't know. It was an clean. acronym you, I was trying. You kept it clean. But there's no so. R at the end of it, so yeah. The room. COVID-19, 2019, started in 2019. That's where we get the 19 from. And yeah. and now it's still here. 19, like over 2019, or was it? It was, I, would have thought, I thought it was the 19th variant of COVID. No, it's in because the Because coronavirus year. has been around for a Yes, it has many different strains. Yeah. And it continues to mutate and change and take over the body. But oh. um, it, it, it started in 2019. It became a pandemic. And um, where how you, did it? Where, where, where were yeah. you at? Because you had left. So, so I where where were you at in March of 2020? I yeah. remember where I was at when we got the emails and stuff. So we so. had ladies, yeah. So I'll share my story, then you share. So lady conference, we just had our ladies conference at the That's church. Right. It was huge. That's right. And literally the weekend next, everything shut down. Yes. I was freaking out because I was still a graduate student finishing my master's degree to become a therapist. Mm -hmm. And so we had hours, practicum hours, that we still had to finish. I still had 250 practicum hours I needed to finish. And what are what are practicum hours? Practicum hours are basically like, you know, like when you're in school and you're you're doing the curriculum, practicum hours are basically like intern hours where I'm actually working at an agency basically for free. Okay. Which part of us is like we, we need to get paid. Like resident doctors get paid, master level social workers. You ain't a running back. My professor, my professors Oklahoma are the State. ones that said that, not me. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I jumped on that train real quick because yeah. we're, we're providing free care, and and I'm all about volunteering and helping money. out. <laughs> 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 and I'm also about if you we ever, got bills to pay, full time students and working, if, and doing all taking care of kids. If and, you ever watch the promo videos, <laughs> Dave's background is solid green. Actually, some might say money green. <laughs> <laughs> and yours is red and changing, and it's moody and it's, it's shifting every moods. color. Because I'm all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, I was freaking out. I'm doing my internship at an inpatient clinic called Turnaround Ranch, and it was intense. And basically, our professors are like, you need to start planning now. Did they not have buildings? What do you mean? You said it was intense. <laughs> oh, you just made my skin crawl. You're going to you're gonna make a great dad one day, James. I just can't wait. You're going to be... I, you know what? You're I gonna be. Me. I think it's... I don't care... <laughs> Dave didn't laugh, but I thought that was hilarious. I'm like, where'd you get that one from, Allie? <laughs> Actually, <I think> so. <laughs> With the circus one. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so I was freaking out because I'm like, I, I, I took extra classes. I wanted to finish early. And um, at Turnaround Ranch, they're like, well, this is really important for you to finish out your practicum and to finish out your internship. And this is... You know, the part of your learning experience where you learn the most because it's the end of your practicum. You're doing more therapy-related work. Mm -hmm. So I'm freaking out, like, am I getting a quality education and practicum and da-da-da? But safety's priority. And so I really respected my professors because they're like, your safety is our priority. So I felt like as a student from Walden University, I'm not like here, I'm not paid by Walden. I'm not here to promote them. You think he was. <laughs> I don't get a discount for talking about them. I just appreciated that my grad school and program was respectful of that. And then the CSWE accreditation board also lowered the practicum hours. So basically, I then, what was really neat Mm -hmm. is my alternative learning addendum to my practicum hours involved me being able to work at the church 
and do welfare services from the church. Oh, super cool. So for example, I was calling people in the church that like lived by themselves, mm-hmm. that were isolated, that maybe couldn't get out. Like a lot of- You never, you never told me about any of this. Yeah, yeah. So. Like a lot of uh, church members that are older and widows mm-hmm. and single um, or families with young kids that need, you know, supplies and resources and our church would get shipments and, and supplies and then i was able to call in hey how can we pray for you hey what can we do to help you hey what resources do you need we were also able to make uh shipments and not shipments but like drop off deliveries of like toilet paper mm-hmm. soap and and help out so it's cool to do wait, like wait. welfare you from you different... guys had toilet paper yeah and you didn't get a hold of us yeah we got i was wiping with t-shirts <laughs> Why was you call? Hey, why would you call me hey, on the phone? Dave? You know, there's leaves. I mean, you no. can be creative. Go your outside. Hand, your hand is for you. Oh, you know that's why you shake with your right hand because you're supposed to wipe with your left. You never heard that? You're telling me I got that's dad that's jokes. like old custom. No, that's jokes. real. People no, actually did not. that. That's what you used to wipe be with. Be quiet. Dave. You wiped with your left. You so, shook with your right Somebody comment below and say whether this it's, is a real thing. That's the history thing. origin of wiping your bum. I'm not even gonna Google it because I don't believe. I mean, you, we Dave. don't do it nowadays, of course. But anyways, anyways, March. So, so yeah, so that's where I was. I was able to finish on time, graduate on time, and did I walk? Did I get a chance to walk? I didn't get a chance to really walk. Mm. Um, that's that's a whole other topic down. for a whole another I know, day. Yeah, I guess I just noticed some salt inside. Like I'm feeling salty about it, but yeah, I need to let that go. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes that happens. I, I, God, God, let him go, let that go. God, what are you trying to tell me right now? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's where I was. I was able to finish. <laughs> what about? Okay, so you were working at is at the time at. Where, where, what, what were the first rumors you were hearing about COVID? We, and how okay. serious were you taking? So that? we do a thing called, not what well, we still do is we did a thing called staffing, mm-hmm. and you, it was in the building. All CSSs came to it. CSS stands for Community Support Specialist, aka caseworker for family preservation. Essentially, yeah. yeah. Um, and so like every Wednesday. In the morning, we would do, you know, before the day started, we would just do an update. It was just a, it was nice. It kind of everybody get to see each other. Um, anything that had changed policy-wise, updates. Briefing, debriefing changes over in cases. paperwork. Yeah. Getting fired. He's rolling his eyes right now. <laughs> Anyways. I like staffing. Listen, I love staffing. Because I like, they, that's where all the drama yeah, happens. Well, Dave all, loves, I Dave just loves, have some popcorn. Dave loves drama. and I, I especially love watching you get it called out. Mm. <laughs> We're not going to say any names. It's what I get paid for. <laughs> so, um, but basically, we had the week before everything shut down, we... We have a nurse that would come in, right? Because we're connected with. And so we have a nurse that would come in and kind of talk to us about, like, if it was summertime, we'd talk about poison ivy and ways that. Yeah, scabies, sunburns, and all that. And she came in and was basically telling us about COVID, right? And by this point, you're starting to hear rumblings on it on TV. Um, and then like, of course, where we all see, what was your first, like when she came and talked about it, what was your first impression or conclusion at that Um, moment? This lady's overreact. I was supposed to go Uh on a cruise in like April for my, for my bachelor party. It was supposed to be a cruise. 
Okay. So I'm like, this will blow over. Please yeah. blow over. <laughs> <laughs> Please, God. And, <laughs> Living in ignorance and, and denial. So, <laughs> <laughs> and so I was like, but I also didn't think it was a big deal. Radio with COVID ends. <laughs> yes. I'm going to see if I can find the instrumental and hook that up. You got a guitar. Wagnia. <laughs> Anyways. Um, all right. So... Uh, so first, I, you're not I, taking it serious. You're like, eh, I'm not mm, sure what to think. No, I was like, this is a joke. Yeah. Then the which week, I think everybody felt that way. The week following, um, we got we st- I I started to get emails. We got emails for like our honeymoon hotel, like for our airlines. Because you were about to get married that mm-hmm. same year. Yes. Yeah. And then also the cruise for the bachelor party. Right. Had sent us out, and then like even like like I drive a Lincoln. They sent a thing out, like, "Hey, this is what we're doing to prevent COVID spread." And so I was like, "This is really weird." Like all these companies are taking coming the time out with to, disclosures and policies. Well, yes, and, com- yeah, coming up with new policies, <clears throat> and it was just weird. It was different, mm-hmm. but I also felt like, oh, maybe it's just like precautions. Yeah. And then you go to Walmart and nothing's there. No, hold up, Dave. Come on, man. Why you do that? Anyways, so that that following week, right? Nurse comes in. Nurse says, "Hey, COVID's a real deal. Start doing these things." And at that point, you didn't even have to wear a mask. Like it was just yeah. you, you could. It was kind of like if you wanted to. It wasn't yeah. even like everybody was doing it yet. Um, and then literally the next week. Got an email. Do not come into the office. Do not come into the office. Um, How did that affect though? Like what? Like when you first got that email and read it, and it's talking to you about. Did it say like what you're going to do now to reach clients? No, we were still expected to go to houses. We're still expected to go to houses. Still expected to go. But just don't go into the office. Don't come to the office. We don't want a bunch of people in the office. So okay, like that's you still are expected to do your job. And there's still mental health needs and behavioral yes. health needs. So it's not there, like you can just quit and, or just, you know, not see. Because this is, you're, are, were, you, were you guys considered first responders or like? We're considered or essential. Or what was it called? Well, I mean, we're workers, considered yeah. essential workers because it's mental health stuff, right? right. It's, oh, well, COVID's prevalent. But kids so still no have crisis. Kids still have. Um, yeah. So, like I said, all that happened. Um, and then I don't think... I kind of, I was like, wow, everybody is like super overreacting to this. Yeah. Um, and then we went to Walmart like the following week after mm-hmm. we were like basically out of the office mm-hmm. and like just our normal, like we go once a week, we pick yeah. up our stuff for the next week. We went in. Dry Not bones. The, yeah, yeah. Well, the frozen section still looked decent, right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, people are just overreacting. Went to get some toilet paper because we heard, hey, like this is kind of a, mm-hmm. like for some reason there's not, it's because people were buying like truckloads, but mm-hmm. um, there was no toilet paper. I was like, well, that's not uncommon. It's almost like a horror movie, like, or like a end of the world That's what movie. I was, well, that's, that's I mean, what it's I was like, get, that's what I was getting senses to. senses start crawling. Because the entire like, time this is you're happening. You're about to go savage mode. The entire time. You're going to go into the restroom at Walmart the and start taking time, The entire <laughs> time this is happening, I... I was telling Kelsey, I'm like, just, we're good. I said, I said, these certain things run out, right? Milk, bread, um, toilet paper. Hand sanitizer. No, not hand sanitizer. But like, even when like big snowstorms are coming, there are certain things that just run out, right? Yeah. Eggs, whatever. 
so I was like, okay, there's no toilet paper. Mm-hmm. And then before, like the milk's all the way in the back. Like we go to Web City Walmart. And so like, uh-huh. it's all the way in the back and we're walking and there's nothing in any of the Ooh. aisles. No bread. Not even, like, not even wheat bread. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> not even the expensive bread. Like yeah, all the yeah, bread's the, gone. All the bread's gone. <laughs> Stuff to make bread is gone. Like that's when you know. Like flour, like and old then school. I just like I full on <laughs> my anxiety panic set in. I wish I could have saw. I you. bought a case of eggs. <laughs> they brought out one case of eggs, and I took it out of the workers' hands before you put it up. And I we bought. Sorry, Gussie, we're having fried eggs, scrambled eggs, yeah. egg dumplings. Oh, she boiled hates. Eggs, she hates eggs. eggs. She hates eggs. Uh, no egg salad. Literally, we bought. We bought, it would probably cost 100, 150 bucks. Uh, for a one case of eggs? No, no. They, you know what? For some reason, eggs were like nothing. They were still cheap. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they weren't anything. Yeah. Um, and it was it was super weird. For some reason, we had, um, we, we were going around stores, nothing there. Right. And uh, we we just bought what we could buy. Like so we, did you start looking like online, like what we need to buy online or have shipped? Um, no. So what was like the plan? Or it was I just mean, like shock, panic. In my, I don't in know my mind, you... I just thought like, okay, the pandemic's like happening. Mm-hmm. And so people are freaking out. In the moment in the store, mm-hmm. I was in a panic. Mm-hmm. And so we were just buying protein essentially i was like just whatever means <laughs> whatever yeah whatever. i went to sam's and i i bought cases of of canned tuna mm-hmm. i was buying uh cases of like the the peanuts because mm-hmm. that's what i was like i want protein peanuts have high protein high carbs um and and fats and so that's why i i was in that same mode and even sam's like the week before like it was starting to freak out they're like you can only buy one case of water at a time mm-hmm. like you couldn't buy lots of bulk items and that was what was cool about sam's like they yeah. were actually a little bit more yeah on top of the game before yeah. it went but you know that was the weird thing about joplin because it's it's again, it's like a, it's a small, big town. Mm-hmm. And so it, COVID really didn't reach us or affect us like it did the big cities. Mm-hmm. And our numbers really did, because like, even my professors are like, how many cases do you got in your area? Oh. And we were like zero, zero every week mm-hmm. until it was like months later. And then we, we at one point were the highest rate COVID uh, cases popu- like population yeah, per capita. No, and so it, but it was like months later, you mm-hmm. know, because things started to shut down. So that's what kind of threw me off is that why are blanket policies across the board for everything don't work because mm-hmm. it's different communities, different needs. And it's almost like you got to just, you got to play at your own pace. You got to, yeah. you know, custom tailor these policies. And, and, and so in other words, I don't think we should have shut down as early as we did until we started hitting certain numbers or, or certain things. Cause like the hospitals were dead. Like there was no one in the hospitals for a while and they were laying off nurses. They were going on. What's it called? Uh, maternity leave. <laughs> I was this close to saying maternity leave too. And I'm like, that's not the word. Um, oh crap. Now you got that stuck in my head. Cause you, you said it out loud. So it just reinforced in my mind. Disability. No. <laughs> Social security. No. Um, Unemployment? No. You know what I'm talking about. 
it's it's like a certain term that everybody was using where you get basically laid off, but you can come back later. Medicare. No, and our listeners know. So please comment. <laughs> it's sad that we act like we know we don't know anything. So please comment if you know what we're talking about. Uh, what we're talking about. Uh, where they get laid if off. You know what we're, if you know what we're <laughs> talking about, then you know what we're talking about. And if you don't, then too bad. So let's talk real quick about the clientele. So I came back to when COVID was really picking up in numbers. We had to wear masks walking in the building, mask while in the building. And then um, and then you were also seeing clients at homes. But then it, it shifted from at home to... It would, so it would go back and forth. So they okay. there was... You didn't really ever let me finish. So. Oh, I do. Uh, that you lot. see how I did that? Ice yeah. cold. <laughs> Anyways, um, no. So, like I said, nurse came in. Don't come into the office. Still seeing people at home. Don't even go out and see people because DMH had approved our phone calls, and so that's what we were doing. What do you mean to, approved phone calls? How like does the, that work? The Department of Mental Health had basically allowed us to start making phone calls instead of going to people's homes, going to the schools. And still that count and be billable and as credible as it is if you're going in person because it's a safety protocol. Yes. Okay. Um, Where before you weren't able to do that. No. Yeah. It didn't matter. You Um, have to see them in person. And you have like a certain amount of time you're supposed to be on the phone. That sort of thing. Yeah. Um, So, and then, like I said, so then it was phone calls Mm -hmm. um, and what did, what was the question? I'm so <laughs> lost, lost, lost. Lost what? I've lost my marbles. Knock, knock. Anybody no. home? <laughs> no. No. He left a long time ago. So basically ago. How, how things progressed and how things changed. That oh. was the question. Okay. And so yeah. then it was going from seeing clients in person and the homes, and then it went to on, on yeah. like and FaceTime so or was, phone calls. I was basically like a year year and some change in whenever th- actually i think i was a year in yeah, yeah. because yeah. my one year hit and then we weren't at the office one year that you had worked there yes yeah and uh so it was basically like relearning the job because it was a completely mm. different job i had i had learned how to do the job in person in the office with like a specific routine and schedule oh yeah you would see certain kids certain days and then if there's a crisis well, you and intervene then, in a certain way and you're still and How, you're, did you do crises like crisis safety planning over the phone like was that different no, no crisis we were still required to be there you wore a mask that sort of thing okay. yeah um it didn't happen nobody what's called, an example of a crisis so our listeners kind of know um let's say um timmy is uh, upset. Timmy's a pseudonym. Oh, wait, what is that? What does that mean? What's a pseudonym? Pseudonym is like an alias name. Sounds like a breakfast food. I was going to say say cinnamon and then synonym. Cinnamon. Pseudonym. Anyways, so Timmy is at home and Timmy says, I want to kill myself. I'm gonna kill myself. Um, or I'm having suicidal thoughts. Yeah, or so I don't like be here anymore. Yes, and so then I would go in as a caseworker, mm-hmm. um, and like in a situation like that, that would be an automatic. Like we would do a QPRT, um, which is basically a self harm and suicide risk assessment, yeah. and then it leads into some safety planning and commitment. Correct. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so um, yeah, we typically build like a safety plan yeah. um, and. Yeah, so that's basically all crises. 
if a kid's if a kid has escalated or to a spot or maybe even just depressed and doesn't feel like they want to be here anymore yeah um we go in and we help either make a safety plan or we help get them into a hospital somewhere so they're mm-hmm. safe um <clears throat> so crisis we still had to go out and do okay um but it was also new for everybody. Right. So um, some of my kids that <laughs> had a lot of struggles in our old system, right? The way things used to be mm-hmm. were thriving. Mm. Their grades have never been this good. Mm. My kids never had A's. This is weird. Well, that kid was also not getting kicked in the back or mm. called names. Bullied yeah, or, or, or the stress of trying to... Go from class to class and then teachers getting on their nerves or peers or um, things that cause them uh, not having to wake up super early and And, sleep schedule and and schoolwork assignments are are altered in a way. And I saw that with... Part of me wonders too though because I feel like teachers were a little bit more patient. Or like the school curriculum was a little bit different. Well, they didn't have classroom. I have a teacher friend who... It it was his first year. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Like he just graduated college and yeah. started, and he could write a book, huh? He could write a book about a- his experience. Can write a book. As long as you know how to write words, you can write a book. <laughs> doesn't um, mean it's gonna sell. Yeah, <laughs> who cares if it sells? Anybody can do a podcast. It doesn't yeah. mean it's gonna yeah. sell. Yeah, <laughs> we we might have we might have been better off just burning hundred dollar bills, Dave, <laughs> with the setup mm. of all this room. No, but I mean for him. That first semester was overwhelming. Yeah, because it was like he had like because first year classes, teachers you're already having to learn so much. Well, and, he and then almost on top had of that, fifty kids in his classroom. That's uh, you know what I mean. And then when he went to where it was where it was like every other day or they were out for this like summer, right? Yeah, because yeah. March rolled around, and they just got out. Mm-hmm. But then he could. It was more like personal, like one on one stuff, right? Um, you know, I found it interesting because at I came in, I started employment in June of 2020. COVID had really picked up. People weren't really coming in. We were pushed to do telehealth. So that can be like over a platform where it's like a platform face-to-face session. Yeah, like a secured, like a yeah. secured browser. Yeah. I think it was called Doxy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, I found it really interesting too. So I used to do groups at Don't! in person. And now I'm doing groups. He's shaking his. I know it was hard, and um, and I was doing groups online. Mm -hmm. And really interestingly enough, a lot of these kids, I'm like, what has been the best thing and the worst thing about COVID? Kind of like a icebreaker introduction, you know, getting to know each other. Question. Mm -hmm. Nearly all the kids in the group said the best thing about COVID was spending more family time. And I was shocked because a lot of times with some of these kids, it's I thought a lot of the f- familial dynamics and, and interpersonal complications made them more stressed out and irritable and frustrated. But I, I found it interesting that it they it like and I don't I think it was important for parents to know that. Mm-hmm. Like spending more family time with your kids, even if they act like they don't like you or they act annoyed by you, like deep down that's like they're they're so desperate for it. There's such a high need yeah. of that parent-child interaction. And now the parents are staying home because everybody can't go to work. So now parents and kids, they're stuck at home doing chores together, playing together, watching TV together, holding space together. Sometimes it's not just doing anything. It's just being near each other. Yeah. And I just thought that was really neat. And um, 
and it just goes back to, you know, we need those meaningful relationships that we, we can thrive in. For sure. So, um, so my question is, how much longer do you think it's going to be like this until we are completely back to where we were before COVID? I don't, I don't know necessarily like a timeline on complete normalcy, right? Like mm-hmm. 2019, 2018, right? Where mm-hmm. you could go to a festival or I, th- I think that's festival, probably, the Mexican I, restaurant. Yes. That, <laughs> People don't know yeah. what that is. Taco Tuesday. <laughs> um, it's a locally owned restaurant. There the you tacos go. Tacos have little mask on them. There you go. Free free shout outs <laughs> festival. They, they come out with a plate of tacos and a Pfizer shot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not taking it. <laughs> yes, Dave is very anti-vax. So. I, well, I'm not anti-vax. I believe vaccines save lives. However, I don't think anybody should just take anything so willingly without doing their research. And yeah. for me, I'm a young male that's in overall good health and I, I don't feel like i need it i think you already had it and so i did have for it. you it's just like whatever like right. I, I i don't know that i would get it's not deadly or that... dangerous for me i don't have any underlying health diagnosis if i did or i was a high-risk population mm-hmm. i'd probably reconsider yeah but i just for me personally i'm not i don't need it i don't well like and, it. and so like and the thing is like my only fear but vaccines save lives i do want to say that okay. my only fear <laughs> my my only fear is just that like we're supposed to get to 85%, right? But my fear is as it continues, if it's the repetition continues to happen and people keep getting it, mm-hmm. then it continues to mutate, right? And then then what are we dealing yeah, with? There's a down degree the of immunity so that, and there's a that, degree of mutation. That, that scared me enough and I was so sick and tired of the restrictions. I was like, give me that shot now. Right. I was tired of working from home. Because even like, now at work, you get a little bit more... Uh, options on how to provide services if you were if you had the shot for example i think you can like sit in the same room with co-workers without the mask on if you're still six <laughs> feet apart well that was up until this last week yeah and then now it's back to still many restrictions mm-hmm. and so and that's the thing is that there is going to be a, a given flow i did find it interesting though when I was in school, my professor, she worked at a hospital in New York mm-hmm. and she's a doctorate level social worker and she worked with epidemiologists from all around the world. And, and I asked her, I what said, is an epidemiologist? I don't know. It's just a big word. And she sounded really <laughs> smart. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know what that is. No, I mean, it's people that, that study diseases words, and but... sicknesses and, 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 and medicine. Um, but anyways, she, I said, I asked her, I'm like, okay, there's this pandemic. Things are shutting down. Cause I was worried. I'm like, mm-hmm. how, and I was also planning mission trips with the church and the youth oh, group. Yeah, that's right. And I'm like, should I, because this was back in March-ish, uh, end of March, beginning of April. And I'm like, we had planned a mission trip to go to Belize in the fall. Mm-hmm. Should I go ahead and cancel that? And she said, you better. She goes, not only because this pandemic is going to be here for a while, but be, but also because you don't want to take uh, COVID to a high-risk population if there's a people that live in poverty. You know, that's what we're doing is mission work with mm-hmm. people. And so um, you're, you're exposing them and making them more vulnerable and more risk. For sure. And then I asked her, this is what I found interesting. I mean, that too, of course, and the big word epidemiologist. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> 
Epidemiology. I just feel so cool saying that. Epidemi- I gotta look it up now. I told Hold you, up. people that study diseases. Oh, okay. You were totally off over there wiping your brow. I wasn't even paying attention. Yeah, no. So, I'm, I'm sweating, like, y'all. I'm got, sweating, y'all. He's got we, the meat sweats. We, no, yeah, I get the pizza sweats. But what I felt... Oh. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's like greasy. Not just like gassy, but like greasy gassy. No, no, I'm not gassy. I'm just sweating. Yeah. But anyways, what I found interesting, too, is that she said... I said, how long should we expect this pandemic to be like this mm. to, until we start getting back to things to normal? She said back in 2020 of April, she goes, I would say at minimum a year. Yeah. She said April of 2021, things will start getting better if and hopefully when we get this vaccine out or a vaccine out. Mm -hmm. Because once we start getting vaccines, things will start getting back to normal. And it's just eerie how accurate she was. Yeah. Like here's the conspiracy theorist to me. It's like New World Order stuff. You know, you know, you know in, the background, I'm like... in the background, it's going to be like X Files. <laughs> um, you know, because she's working with these people. She's in New York. New York was hit really bad at first, and they're already mm-hmm. problem solving and trying to figure things out. And, and they know how long it takes to come out with vaccines, and they can expedite things and, and bend a, a couple rules on, on research and different populations. And, and so for her to be that accurate, I'm like, something's kind of, you know, but maybe they just know their chops, you know, they know their stuff or, you know, was, you know, who knows how much was planned beforehand or thought of in, pre- in preparation, like prevention. Like, what if there's a pandemic? How long would it take to da 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 da? Oh, yeah. yeah you know, yeah, like well, no, theories. Those, those things have always theories. been. That's a, that's, right. a, that's a consistent. My therapist friends. <laughs> All right, so now we're going to move into what to expect from COVID-19 what in 2021. What to expect when you're expecting <laughs> COVID. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I got him going. So he does this thing with the youth group where he'll like... And like, yeah, it gets ridiculous. It's so, so. funny, like those metal songs. You can't make out anything they're saying. Oh, you're not yeah. <laughs> so oh we sounded good there you were know yeah rock, we really could yeah that's all you have to do is pretend you know what you're saying yeah. just, oh, 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 you oh, just oh. write the lyrics out and then you yeah. just you just you add this graph in the back of your throat while you're speaking in tongues and then it's it's the same thing all right <laughs> we're gonna have metalheads yeah oh uh, yeah. yeah. metalheads we, yeah. we love you god join our you. podcast and um you won't be disappointed yes and you can roast us you can yeah, roast, roast us on us. the on the on the patreon you'll be able to have interaction yeah. and ask questions and, yeah. and opportunities to roast us so okay Moving all right on. what to expect three things to expect number one i put expect poor productivity while returning back to normalcy. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. And what I mean by that is, for example, it getting back in the routine of things, going back to work, starting a new job, starting a job that you don't want to work at, getting laid off, and then having to find employment again, you know, getting back into life as we somewhat know it. Normalcy is not always a bad thing. Yeah. You know, especially Christians, they think it's bad to be normal. And I'm not saying... Like, uh, you know, we don't want to uh, settle for status quo. Yeah. However, if if we're in the crapshoot and we're trying to get better, we want a baseline of, of normalcy. For sure. Um, and so as we get back to work, 
it's going to make sense. It's going to be okay if you're going to feel more tired or fatigued. Or you might have more energy. Like, oh, I'm ready to take on the world. No. <laughs> Not at all. I even had to talk to my supervisor. Lorinda, if you are listening, I love you. You were awesome. She's like, I don't know who yeah. James is. Like, no, I'm cutting out. I'll cut out. I'm Just bleeping. Beep. I'll beep Just the beep last it out. Name. Yeah. Listen, best best supervisors that don't. For real. Um, yeah. And yeah, so because they let I, us do whatever we want. Yeah, no, because because <laughs> because you can talk to them, yeah, and so like especially with like what you were talking about there. Yep, that transition period was yep. whooping my butt. So I got my second shot in February, yeah. like towards the end. That's gonna and affect. I'm just you. now getting to a spot where I feel like I'm like consistent with like getting up and getting going. Right. You know what I mean? And like it's so weird just trying to get back. Yep. Into that routine. Also to get to a spot where I'm not like super scared to leave the house. Cause I have a grandma yeah. and I have a grandpa and I don't want it. That's a good point. I don't want to pass that on to them. And I, my dad has MS real bad. You know what I mean? And sometimes he needs help randomly. Yeah. And that scared me too. I yeah. didn't want to, you know, you don't want to pass those things on. Um, right. And so it's, it's getting out of that mindset too. So there's a lot of other stressors that you're bringing into the work environment because you, you I mean, work, work stressful in and of itself. Right. And now you have this pandemic that you're, you're, you're being choosy with your actions, more intentional, more careful. Mm -hmm. And then, um, that's added stress to the workload. So it's going to be harder to stay focused, to get the job done mm -hmm. and then also do it with quality. You know, and that's why I like what you said is you have good supervisors you can talk to, to work through some of those things. Yes. So in other words, talk to your bosses, talk to your leadership, your administration. You know, if you're self-employed, be a little bit more patient with yourself, be mm -hmm. a little bit more gracious towards yourself um, and give yourself some wiggle room to yeah. kind of adjust. Yes. Another thing is for kids. I think parents and teachers... Is, it, is this your number two? No, this or? is still number one. Because Product, productivity is also with school and grades. Yeah. So in other words, I had some clients who came in who used to have really good grades, and now their grades, they got their first C, or they got their first F, or mm -hmm. a few Fs, and parents are freaking out because they still have the bar set really high, and yet this no other generation of like a first generation, like parents had to go through this, you know, like our maybe grandparents seen, have you ever or great seen grandparents. like fight club. Uh, uh, I've seen clips. I've so there's, seen the there's thing. like a, there's a monologue that Brad Pitt does in that movie. Uh -huh. The middle children of history, man, no purpose or place. We have no great war, no great depression. Our great war is a spiritual war. Our great depression our lives and he's basically talking about it's the movie is basically about anarchy at least that's how i took it no wonder why you love it so much <laughs> but essentially there you know he's running through this monologue and he's talking yeah. about our great grandparents went yeah. through world war ii and yeah. our and our grandparents went through world war one and right. our parents went through vietnam or whatever yeah. and he's like what is our great war our great war is is like he's going off the monologue right and this is yeah. also like in the 90s 2000s yeah our our great war is religion right who we believe who are we as a people yeah um but it's kind of weird this is like our 
Yeah. Yeah, we don't have a big war, but we had a big pandemic. Like right. I mean, this and is, it's it's literally changed how the world does business, how we do education, how we do our job, how we pay our bills mm -hmm. with stimulus checks. You know everything. And so, in other words, I want parents. Ain't nobody paying bills with a stimulus. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are. It was Billy Gates? <laughs> I mean, granted, I blew mine on buying yeah. a new house. Yeah. So I guess I'm just, you know, <laughs> people do spend see, it on whatever it, they want. Yeah. But we're on, we're who knows who spending it on what, you know. Yes. Anyways, so what I'm trying to say to parents and teachers is it's okay if if kids are not reaching and doing what we expect them to do, to be a little bit more patient and gracious mm -hmm. towards them. For sure. And then that's teaching them how to be gracious and patient towards themselves into adulthood. Yeah. You know, like this is a pandemic. It makes sense that you're having a hard time keeping up. You've had to learn a whole new way how to do education. You don't have the benefits of having a social life. Mm -hmm. You know, so all these different things playing into it. Kids might feel more emotional or, or might have more depressive symptoms or feeling isolated. A crisis. No! Crisis line was getting a lot of phone calls from youth who were having passive suicidal ideation. Mm -hmm. And what that means is, is, is kids who have these thoughts of like, I don't want to be here anymore. What's the point in living? So they're not actively looking to die by suicide, but yet they have this uh, depressed mood or, or feeling. And so, and it was related to the disconnect mm -hmm. of that social life and, and, and having that one-on-one -on -one help. I had, there's, there's clients having panic attacks because they they never had to do virtual learning and now they're having to do virtual learning with geometry yes with biology i, t I completely agree. i i mean that to me i'm just getting anxiety thinking about that yeah <laughs> no, and that's, like that's well, like and so it's okay if they got a c i'm glad you it's okay if they got an f because i talked about a little bit earlier mm -hmm. how i had students who who were kicking butt with at home learning right yeah and you know, we held on because we knew, you know, especially working uh, like mental health build, you know, like sometimes during summer, you'll get really good behaviors. You get right. where everything's lined back out. And then a month into school, behaviors come right back, right? Because yep. you're back in that environment. Yep. And it was the exact same thing with the pandemic. Yeah. And I felt bad for some of the kids because I was just like, you know, they really are doing such a good job. Right. Um, it kind of did stink to have to be like, yeah, you can't. Like that's not I mean, the, you can do anymore. Youth and children are very resilient and they're adaptable. That's they their brains are very neuroplastic. So they are able to adapt and, and move quicker and they need still some flexibility and some room to make mistakes and, and still learn. For sure. All right. So number two, uh, second thing to expect from COVID-19 in 2021, expect for everyone to have the wrong opinion about COVID vaccines, everything, including yeah. me including James, including Dave, <laughs> <laughs> expect everyone to have the wrong opinion. Yeah. Then that way you can only go from up from there, you know, because everyone's going to have two cents. I have two cents and you should have your own opinions. It's okay to have your own opinions. It's okay if they coincide with other people's and it's okay if they don't. And that's part of America where we can, <laughs> I don't know why I had to say it like that. America. <laughs> That's part of where we have free speech. Made of the free home of the babes. <laughs> no. I was going to add it to you. I was like, nope. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, come on. Nope. Come on, my therapist. I'm resisting friend. that urge. Hey, therapist. No, friend. it's got to. No. Say it. Say it. No, I'm just kidding. So, I'm not giving you the peer you're, pressure. You're, you're, your dad's going to hate me. After this. He's going to be like, James, what did you turn my son it? into? Yeah. Listen, He's a monster. Listen, Pastor Dan. 
If you only knew what he said, if way. you only knew what he said at work, nothing. Mm. I'm a good, wholesome Jesus Christian boy. <laughs> Dave, Anyways, Dave is a good, people, wholesome Christian, but he has his moments. I I can still be me and have fun and cut up. You know, you just gotta know your audience. But anyways, you it's okay that everyone's gonna have different opinion and respect that. And I think it's important to have the conversation. I think it's important that we don't freak out, flip out, or get mad or upset. For sure. When other people have different opinions. Um, and that siren head trying to come into our podcast. Oh, room. my God. <laughs> He's got like, a cone on his yeah. head. So I think it's important to just listen. Um, the third thing to expect from COVID-19 in 2021 is a new world order. Stop. Is that yours? Yeah. We already have a new world order. is giving rise to the Antichrist to take over the world and, and everyone you, be on the same page. Do you really feel that way? I think the, no, I'm joking. I was really going to go oh, dark with that. No. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you realize. Honestly, I do, my opinion, I do not believe the vaccines have the mark of the beast. Yeah. I do not believe the vaccines have these microchips where they're they're tracking you everywhere you're going and you're Listen, going straight to the pits I, I have my if vaccine. you have the vaccine the only thing that's weird is i keep waking up in my backyard <laughs> i wake up in my backyard and i'm staring at the moon you so also have the know. vaccine and, and if if you put james under a blue light he has yeah. 666 on his forehead yes. that shows up yeah <laughs> stop no that's <laughs> we remember what dave said at the start of the show yeah, don't listen. There, I, yeah, there hasn't been anything weird. No, but I do that. think when I say new world order, I'm totally joking. But I do think that there will be policy changes on a global scale, national scale, local scale, that people are going to have different things planned, set in place. So, for example, you know, if there's another pandemic that hits, I think the government's going to step in and say you can't or stores are going to step in and say you can't buy all these things in bulk items yeah. and clear our shelves. And I don't. Think, so I, I think don't there think will be anything. new policies, new changes and structures to laws, maybe even of, you know, or, or funding or recessions or you know I don't think there's anything wrong with that you no. know what I mean yeah. well um, yeah we should learn from it yeah. if we don't learn from this and, and for next time then we'll be just alright yeah. that's what I got my, my therapist friends, friends. <laughs> now it's time for the mindful minute it is the moment where we are going to be aware and accepting of the present moment and even an aware and accepting of it if it's distressing like fart noises so we are going to for the next minute make the nastiest fart noises mm. while at the same time resisting the urge to laugh make and not fart noises with <laughs> my mouth. and we're not going to laugh and we're going to look at each other's eyes stare into each other's souls while making fart noises because what else is there better to do so on your mark get set <clears throat> go <clears throat> Ha 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 
<laughs> you got me. You got me. Okay, that's time because I totally lost. Darn it, you got me. My therapist friends. All right. So Dave did the new norms. Uh, so I'm just gonna kind of talk about. Mine, mine will be a lot quicker than that. I don't think uh, I'm gonna drag it out. I don't mean so, to be long winded. No, he does. I judge my dad too he many does. times, and I became just mm. like him. And that's a good thing sometimes. I used to make fun of my dad for being bald, and here we are. So. <laughs> you saw when you reap a whirlwind. Yeah. Karma is very yeah. real, and it is very bald. <laughs> I got a bald head. So, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so the first one I wrote down was making sure to just keep communicating. So Dave kind of talked mm -hmm. about that. We are spending a lot more time with each other, which I don't think is a bad thing. Um, and I, some people it's been very positive, but I know that I caught myself at certain points within the, the like lockdown, lockdown, that first like mm -hmm. two to three months where it was easier to just go to like my bedroom, play video games. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like just go and not, do your own thing. Yeah. And not, <clears throat> and not be communicating and then end up in a spot where I felt all alone or, mm -hmm. you know, because you're not getting out, you're not going to work, you're not going to church, you're not, there's nothing, you know what I mean? You're just kind of by yourself. Mm -hmm. And like I had, you know, obviously my wife was there, but you know, you spend so much time with somebody, you just kind of get mm -hmm. to a spot and say, what, you know, we can only talk about like Joe Exotic so many times. <laughs> you <laughs> you just say get, Joe Exotic, Tiger yeah. King? Yeah, Tiger oh, King. Oh, yeah. Um, that was my lifesaver in 2020. <clears throat> It was good. It, yeah, I bought us a week, and then Animal Crossing came out. That was pretty good. Um, but, I'll never forget walking in your room and seeing you playing that. I'm like, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> Animal Crossing? It's a pandemic. Like, play Call of Duty. It's play a pandemic. Super Smash Brothers. It's not... happy. The music sounds... <laughs> and you pull just, cute, I just wish you guys could see James. Cute, like, he's the last person cute, you would picture cute playing little, Animal cute Crossing. Little, Cute little butterflies with nets <laughs> and getting my house decor set up. It looked like your corner of the room, Dave. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, so, just make, like I said, that first one, just making sure to continue communicating, yeah. you know, because we will have ups and downs and it's going to get, sometimes we're going to be on lockdown and sometimes it's going to be loose. And yep. I think it's, it'll probably be like that at least for the next year, I would say. I think by summertime, things are going to be back to normal. I mean, did I say summer? I mean fall. Okay. Well, I think by fall, we'll we'll see. But like I said, just make sure to keep communicating. I'm a big communication guy. I think if you can talk to somebody, there's nothing you can't overcome or solve. So, mm -hmm. um, talk I, to Jesus. I'm a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, stop. but not just Jesus. Stop. Oh, you're interrupting. I'm Dave's sorry. jumping ahead. Just stay on the topic. Oh, because you're gonna use that. For yes. One of your skills. Okay. I, I was getting there. Well, go ahead and go there now. No, it's number four. That's a segue. It's number four. I'm being four. prophetic. No. <laughs> listen to Dave. Look at that hard-hearted and go listen, with the flow. Listen, That's like the contrast. Listen to Dave giving his Jack Van Impey impression. Who All right. That? Jack Van Impey? Yeah. They like did the, it was in the 90s. They did all the like, God's coming back. 
Oh. So give me 1995 for this VHS. <laughs> <laughs> and you'll get this free bottle of anointing oil, too. Listen, he, he will take you. Anyways, yeah. No, they... Anyways. I was, number two. A whole other thing, yeah. Um, number two. Control the things you can control and remind yourself of this. There's only so much that you can control. Mm-hmm. Um, I know at certain points, it was like... There'd be a mask mandate. There wouldn't be a mask mandate. I'm a big dude, so having that on feels like having a Walmart bag on my head. So I'm, like, yeah, oh, sounding yeah. like Darth Vader. That's me. I'm your father. But uh, give me the potato chips. Yes. Where's your toilet paper? Yes. And and what happens with me? So, anyways, going into stores and stuff, I would just get very. I'd like start to get like anxiety attacks. Right. Um. And I just had to remind myself, like, okay, if I know that this place makes me wear a mask, like, maybe I just don't go there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, just know know your community. Know yeah. what you can get. Yeah, control. some were, like, you could now, like, do groceries shipped to the door. Yeah. Or some you could get them um, dropped off in the trunk. I'm, so just know what your limitations are. Yes. And then find ways to... Um, and, and, control, and control what you can control. If you yeah. know something's going to make you angry... Don't, Avoid it. Don't go there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's just the world we live in right now. And yeah. it's already stressful enough without you adding stress to your... And that also, at the same time, doesn't mean just isolate and stay home all day. No. Because you can't control everything in the world. And there's going to be random, sporadic things that happen. People that cut you off in line. People, strangers coming up to you to talk to you at Walmart. <laughs> Did you know it started out as a gun store? That's that, <laughs> the that, guy. That, that is an insight. Me and James, joke. yeah, we're inside at Walmart. Joke. But anyways, yeah. So it doesn't mean also at the opposite and just stay at home because you can't control anything. Because yeah. there are times that you are not able to control and you still need to to overcome that fear and that anxiety. And then there's For times sure. where you can uh, find other things that will um, help you stay calm. I agree. I agree. Um Number three, I said, understand that others might not feel the same way as you do, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we came off of a turb, like turbulent, see, I can mm-hmm. use big words, Dave, turbulent oh, political year, right? Oh, yeah, and things crazy. were just very heated, yep. and it's kind of been like that um, for a long time now. Yeah. Um, but I think it's important to remember, like, everybody is human being right the things that make you love america might make somebody else love america for other reasons and so and to not walk in a spirit of offense you know it's like it, there's a lot of people that have these judgments like oh because you look like this mm-hmm. or you act like that you believe a certain way and also know that different people have different opinions and to respect that so if you're not walking in the spirit of offense and you know that people are entitled to have their own thoughts and feelings then you're letting them off the hook and yeah. you're also letting your own expectations off the hook. And then you can have those meaningful conversations. For sure. Mm. I put get in the book or get in Ooh. get in that book. Preach. But, Tell uh, me which book hey, it is. Hey, you know how many pages the Bible is? A lot. A lot. <laughs> like a different <laughs> which Bible are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. See, that's what that's no, it's it's a it's quite a bit, but there's a lot of good stuff in there, especially um for right now, especially when you have days where you're just like, where you go to Walmart yeah. and there's not anything on the shelves and you go. Then read the book of Revelation. You'll get your have, heart right with Jesus I have a, quick. I have a job tomorrow 
Am I? Yeah. Do, should I be stocking up on ammunition? That sort of. Oh my god! <laughs> With uh, glass uh, shanks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With no. concrete Get knives. Get them concrete knives ready, boys. <laughs> if you did not watch we episode one, watch episode one. If you did not watch that yeah. yet. Anyways, um, so <laughs> the big so. bird we write it down. Yeah. <laughs> the meme. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> Make sure to get in the book. God, God is good all the time, and all the time, God is good. So wait, you um, said my part. You just said God is good. Oh, God is good all, all the time. time. What? All the time, God is good. We're, we're messing this up. No, forget it. This Lord. is almost blasphemy at this yeah. point. Just Lord, stop, Dave. Lord, you know our heart. Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive Dave. <laughs> He's for, channeling him through his forehead. You know, touching <laughs> your forehead. <laughs> Do you know, Dave? Uh, you're you're talking the same way you keep a rhythm. What are you doing? You trying to catch a fly? No, I'm trying to clap like you do at church every Sunday. Anyways, I clap on rhythm. I make no. my own rhythm. So, <laughs> <laughs> he's happy feet. Anyways, <laughs> and then my last one is get outside. It mm. is the biggest thing right now. Yeah. So it's it's something that you can still do, right? There's still normalcy in doing outside activities. Yeah. Um, and so I think that that's good, right? Yeah. Like we have not had any sort of normalcy at all. And so it's so nice to just break it up. If yeah. you're inside all day and you're seeing the same four walls, it's yes. nice to go outside, hear the birds singing, you can, swat away you, the wasp you from can, stinging you. Yes. You, you know. can still go you can still go fishing. Right. And it's still like fishing before. Joplin has the is it the wildcat glades? Is that what it's called? Uh, we'll go walking. Yeah. Yeah. I we, I took my I foster can. sons out there the other day. We we walked i think like two three miles around the entire thing it was so much fun so exciting seeing turtles and i like turtles and hiking up the seeing snakes and yeah which i just you know it's crazy out there they got snakes yeah it's the wilderness the wild <laughs> i see snakes in the grass i'm gonna cut that i'm gonna cut that rated g no. yeah Sorry. so walk up fuck up <laughs> I can cut it. I can cut it. Uh, I might keep it. We'll see. All right. Is that four or five? That, that was the fifth one. Just, yeah. just getting outside. Something that's yep. still normal, even though we live in a world that's been completely rocked and changed. Yeah. My, My therapist friends. friends. <laughs> all right. Now we're going to move into the product of interest, and that's what you're going to talk about. This is called Wreck This Journal. Um, and they're paying you to promote this? No, I just, I actually did one of these. <laughs> this was a little disclaimer. I did one of these when my parents got divorced and it was a lot oh. of fun. It kind of helped me. It's been around for a long time then. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Um, I think they've changed up some of them. Yeah. But, uh, What's an example of one of the, uh, like entries? So one of them says, uh, here's the, here's the instructions mm. for the book and then we'll, I'll go over a couple. So. Mm. Carry this with you everywhere you go. Follow the instructions on every page. Order is not important. You mm -hmm. can bounce around. Mm -hmm. Instructions are open open to interpretation. So mm -hmm. if I read it that way, that's how it is. Mm -hmm. um, kind of self-empowering, especially for kids and teens to be able to do it however they want. And then yeah. experiment. Uh, work against your better judgment is what it says. So, What's that supposed to mean? Um, like, do whatever you want. Sort oh. of in this book. So follow the rules, but do what you want. I like the dialectics. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this one says crack the spine of the book, which I've already actually done. Oh. But you break the spine of the book. Yeah. 
Um, this one says, leave this pledge bank. Leave this, <laughs> Words are hard. Leave, da, da, da. <laughs> leave this page on for me. blank on purpose. It's a blank page. Oh, yeah. So, um, see, I'd rip that out. See, this one says, stand here. Wipe your feet. Jump up and down. So if you look, you can see my footprints. Oh, okay. Um, so you're, uh, you're literally wrecking the journal. Oh, yeah. Like literally. Well, the last. The it's last, almost like a anger management. I mean, la- I could totally see that like getting that frustration out yeah i think i think the last step is to burn it or something oh that got yeah yeah so we tell kids not to play with fire yet we can play well with parental supervision whatever (laughs) uh yeah but it's got all kinds of stuff is Uh, it just for kids here's it no for teens adults so adults could do it too oh yeah and i've got another one that i'm going to go over on a later episode uh-huh. that's that's more geared towards adults it okay kinda, it kind of covers it's a little bit more in depth i'm questioned though so like let's say that's your record journal and you said you did it after your parents divorced mm-hmm. what would you say to the parents or were your parents the kind of parents that want to read everything that's in that journal and feel like they're entitled to read that or where do you draw the line and say respect the child and if they don't want to share their journal to respect uh, that? I mean, I think, I think, it's, I don't know. I'm not a parent. So, but in, in my, what about your, your parents, my parents, when you had it, like, did they respect your journal? Did they want to read it? Know what you wrote? I don't know because my parents were sneaky. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. I didn't write. I didn't write anything. So they're like sneaking in your room and reading yeah. what you wrote. Like I said, this is more just. This is more just an activity. Yeah, it's a good way to get frustration out. It's yeah. a good way to just have activities to do. My aunt Julie is the one who actually bought it for me. Yeah. So, um, but. because I had a client who who had a journal that he was using to express his emotions, and they were intense. Yeah, they weren't unsafe, but they were intense, and the parents were very upset. And they, they took the journal, they read it. The kids may be like 10. And so it's yeah. like a 10-year-old lingo. It's not like I'm going to burn the house down with everyone in it. It was just simply like, I hate so-and-so at school. They make me mad. I'm getting bullied. Mm-hmm. So the parents thought it became a hate journal. And the parents were like, you know, we don't want him, da-da-da. And so part of me is like, where is that line of respecting the kid, I mean, what they're writing, and condemning I, and judging would, them mm-hmm. versus maybe redirecting them or just... Tell me more about what you're feeling and validating it first before yeah I before think, disciplining them. I think if you're gonna allow your kid to have a journal, then don't be getting into it. It's just mm-hmm. it's the same without thing their you, consent, yeah, or without their permission. Yeah, and there's an easy way to do that. Mm-hmm. Hey, is there anything you want to talk about? Right. It's that easy. <laughs> and preface with and, yeah, you know, I you won't hurt my feelings. I just you know I I want to be here for you and supportive, sure. and then also. Don't overreact if you read something that's scary yeah. or or dangerous or weird. Be, or, be realistic. Yeah. Um, but like I said, wreck this journal. Super cool. Um, and it doesn't have to be for <laughs> if your parents get divorced, right? It can right. be for anything. Um, and like I said, when I got it, I was 17. So yeah. it wasn't like... Yeah. Uh, it's just that I don't know. It's cool. It's just a it, it creative your, way to express what you're feeling. Give, it gives your mind something else to focus on. Yeah. Um, and what's kind of cool, like, you know, what I tell my clients to mm-hmm. do is to journal on it and mm-hmm. then do what's on the thing. So it destroys it. Mm. Um, and so you're not having, you know what I mean? So you kind of yeah. can avoid a lot of that, what you were talking about. Right. Um, because so a lot of times those are just emotions in the moment. You yeah. Know? 
Um, so let's do, let's do, we'll give out three copies of this. If you want to be entered into the drawing, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Um, so on YouTube, follow us, share it, comment. Um, and on that's, YouTube? Face, did I say YouTube? I meant Facebook. <laughs> so on Facebook, if you've already liked us, cool. Make sure to share this bit, this video, the podcast, um, and then you get entered into a drawing. Yeah, and make sure to comment your name or what you like most about the episode, um, and you'll be entered into a drawing, and then we'll get your information if you win. So sounds good. Next week, join us for episode three for Mythbusters for Therapy. We look forward to seeing y'all that week. Uh, we got a lot of good topics to talk about. Hopefully, you join this again. Like, subscribe, follow. We're not a cult. We're just a podcast. And uh, we look forward to hearing your feedback. For sure. And remember, you were loved. You were cared about. You were awesome. Have a great week. And see you next time. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you. <laughs> this I know. Says I should get my concrete down. My therapist friends. This has been another episode of My Therapist Friend with David Wormuth and James Laramore. If you're interested in learning more, check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash mtfd and j. Thanks and have a great day.